Hi, everyone. You're listening to Oh My Travel Podcast. Mm -hmm. I'm your host, Janine Romo, a.k.a. The Wild Explorer. And I am here, but not here. Well, we are here, but we are not here together. I'm with uh, Michaela, my dear friend, who is uh, currently back home in Denmark, in Copenhagen. Um, Hey, Michaela. Hey, Janine. How how is everything? Um, now it's actually almost back to normal. Yeah, I started work this week as well, and yeah, I think it looks a bit like it used to, but we're still suffering a bit from shops being closed for way too long and stuff like that. But yeah, pretty good. So everything everything is now reopened or were there like stages of like what has been opened or how, well, how it's gone? Yeah, they're still doing like uh, different stages. Um, so we're, I think we're in stage two now, which is like if this goes well, they'll open, they'll proceed to stage three. And stage three is uh, all shops malls, um, some restaurants, some cafes. Um, yeah, the rest, like the, some schools, like the, the the smaller kids have been going back to school for a while now, but they'll open for the bigger kids now uh, from Monday. I think oh, this wow. Monday, yeah, I think this Monday is like the, the next stage. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's great news because yeah, you guys are very, like, moving forward. Things are looking good. Now, you... Okay, so we were traveling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it doesn't yeah. feel that long ago. <laughs> I know. It does feel long ago. And, I mean, you would have had a much longer trip. So, you started January 8th, I believe. Right? Yeah. I left home on January 8th. Yeah. And, um... What was your plan and what happened? Uh, oh, yeah. I was actually supposed to be home now. Like, I think last week on the 1st of May was supposed to be, like, my return date. Um, okay. I I think you left me in Cusco, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I stayed behind for another week. And then I went to Lima, had another week in Lima. Just enjoyed myself, like making new friends, staying in hostels, you know, what we do. And um, <laughs> and then I went on to oh, St. Vincent, one of the islands in the Caribbean. And um, I was going to sail on this boat with this Danish family for about two months, um, which was like, it was perfectly all right to start out with. But we did get some... Um, you know, Facebook news and stuff. People are like texting, asking what we were doing and stuff because of the coronavirus, like starting to spread. Um, and then it just went downhill quite fast. Um, I think we got to, oh, I can't remember where we were, Martinique, I think maybe. Um, and at, at that point, um, yeah, I think. Are you still there, Janine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> just, my computer just went off. <laughs> um, yeah, we were um, 
watching the news on Dan- uh, on Danish television and it said that all Danes traveling abroad should come home like right this instant kind of thing uh, yeah. they even called it uh, to like evacuators mm-hmm. um, it sounded a bit like it sounded really serious um, but we were like debating whether to to stay out there because we were quite safe because we were on the boat and we were with the same group of people we didn't go to shore that often only to like shop for groceries and that was usually just one or two of us so we were actually doing more of like the social distancing stuff before even it got to that point where we had to do it um yeah um but i I debated whether to stay because obviously it sounds a lot better to stay on a boat in like turquoise waters and like snorkeling and 30 degrees than returning home to like minus three degrees in a gray Copenhagen and nothing to do. Um, but it just escalated really quickly and I booked a ticket and I got one of the, I was actually, it was, I was, I flew over Canada to go home, but um, the, the, the um, company didn't want to take me on when I was at the airport. So I had to convince them. It said on their own webpage um, that I was allowed because I only had a transit for like three hours in Canada. And then I, I was going to London and from London home. Um, so I, I, it got to a point where we were like a bit stressed out. But I was, a let, uh, I was allowed on the flight and I got home safe Um Back in Copenhagen, the airport was really crazy. There was so much police, so much, like, many guards and, like, people telling you where to go. And there was, like, um, tape on the floors telling you, like, where to stand and, you know, with a lot of distance between everyone. And it was it was really weird. It was like watching a movie, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then watching, like, your whole um, – because yeah, you sent me the story itinerary yeah and I was like oh my god what is going on yeah I was like watching your Instagram stories and then following your itinerary and making sure like <laughs> that was like home safe yeah everything just because it was such a it was so uncertain what was going on and I remember you know you were telling me about it and um oh yeah I did call you <laughs> a few times to, to call the airlines for me because I, I was because I was on a I, my phone is in a Danish company, um, so I couldn't call out. So I couldn't call the American Airlines. And I had tickets tickets booked for um, Puerto Rico and Colombia, all through um, American Airlines. And I couldn't call them up. So, yeah, that's why I called you to help me out. And, um, yeah, it was, it, was, it was a bit mess, all of it. And nothing, like, we didn't even know, like, when I booked the taxi, I had to book him online because we were in Guadeloupe at that point and um, they are French territory. So they obey by the French laws. And by that time, French had a, um, what did you call it? Like they couldn't leave their house. So you couldn't just, oh, right. yeah. So you, I, I didn't know if I was allowed just to go to show and like, hijack like a car or like a taxi or so I had to oh yeah, okay <laughs> I had to find a taxi you cut out for a second you had to what was it I had to 
find a taxi company online to book the taxi through email. Um, and one of the other guys, we met a, another Danish guy on a boat and he had a number for a taxi guy and an email. And uh, I emailed him and fortunately he was a really, really nice guy and he came and picked me up and took me to the airport, which was like an hour drive from where we were with the boat at that point. So it was all a bit stressful. Um, but yeah, it, it went quite smooth when when we got on the airplane and everything. Oh, I, I'm saying we because I met a, a couple from London and um, I they were going on the same flights as me. So I just um, followed them. So we were like kind of in the Aww. same boat, so to say. Um, yeah, you had a buddy. You had buddies. I had buddies, yeah. I, I it, it, it felt a bit safer when you had like people who were in the same situation as yourself. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I'm glad because I was, oh, Pixie's here. She's barking. <laughs> <laughs> Michaela's saying hi. <laughs> My mom says hi, by the way. <laughs> hey, I miss you guys. Oh, we yeah. miss you. We yeah, we're always like, um, when are the girls coming? And I want to be quarantine in LA. I know. I'm like, well, you could just quarantine here. Yeah, would have been. I mean. Well, I'm kind of happy I didn't. <laughs> no. Um, well, I'm glad you got home safe because when you, okay, so you landed in Denmark, you landed in Copenhagen. It was, yes. it when was, was this exactly? 20, 21st of March, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And things are, I mean, quite different, and that's not that long ago. No, was it March? Yeah, it was March, like late March. I think it was 21st. Yeah, it was oh, um, already May. Yeah, yeah. It was just, like, I think maybe two weeks after they, they shut the whole thing down. Like, they in Denmark, they were quite um, uh, quick to just, like, all shops, every, everything was just closed. So when I got out of the airport... I've got the metro and I got the bus to my friend's place and um, I didn't see any people. Like I sat, like maybe like three or four people where, mm -hmm. and I went through one of the most, like the busiest um, traffic station in the middle of the city. No people there. And it was like midweek. So there should have been loads of people. No one. It was like a ghost town. It was really, really weird. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, seeing that, uh, coming from, like, being on a boat and, you know, Caribbean life and then, you know, the start of kind of the spread throughout, um, the spread of coronavirus throughout Europe and parts of North America, I mean, the Caribbean, I mean, did, you didn't really see what was going on other than when you went to... Um, you were on the last island, right? Where things got kind of like you felt it more because they were actually in lockdown. Yeah, I think it was because like um, Europe was quite badly um, hit in, like, I think it was Italy and Spain, some of those countries, and France. And because France, um, it's uh, the Guadeloupe is French territory, and they just 
followed the same rules. But we mm-hmm. hadn't seen anything. It was like literally 24 hours. It was on the radio and we were supposed to go. We were in um, a dock to fix the boat. So we got the boat out of that dock and we were supposed to go to the marina for, you know, the luxuries of a shower and like a proper uh, toilet and stuff like that. But we were not allowed in. So we called them on the radio then, and they um, they told us that we were not allowed to dock in the marina. Oh, wow. Yeah, so if we didn't have a, any, like, they they would only let people in with reservations. Um, okay. But we didn't have any water. We didn't have any gas. We didn't have anything on the boat. So they let us, like, there was this little, I don't know what you call it, like a docking station where we could fill up with gas and water. And then mid midway through, like they just cut off the water and told us to go. Um, what? Yeah, it was it was like people were really like paranoid, and I think that is like at that point it got to like it it got to us how serious it actually was and how crazy the whole situation got. Um, right. Then. And we hadn't heard anything, like no one, we were out in a restaurant the day before, no one was talking about Corona. Like no one was like, uh, you know, you know, the sanitizer or like washing the hands, like it's crazily or nothing like that. So it was like from day to day kind of thing. Right. From then on, it was literally, right. So what are we doing? So we went to to the supermarkets and shopped uh, food and like you know necessities for 30 days mm-hmm. and we just stocked up on stuff and and then we um we went to this um uh what do you call it nature reserve or something you know like okay like a yeah um, that was like on the island or that was like a outside the island but like you could you could look ashore but like it was maybe I don't, I don't know I don't know distance wise but it was like a bit further out from because we were not allowed to dock in the marinas so we had to go somewhere else to to dock and uh, we found this really cool spot with loads of fish and amazing snorkeling and diving and stuff like that um so I I was in the water like up until I was leaving um absolutely loved it um, and the day after, when I came home, um, I talked to my friend. Uh, I got to stay in her apartment because she stayed on the boat. Um, and I talked to her. And then I think it was the day after I left. The The whole thing was, they were asked to, I don't know how, like, sail the boat closer to shore so the police could easily keep an eye on them. And they had uh, speedboats with police patrolling every day and helicopters patrolling they were not allowed in the water they were only allowed to shower which is like they were only allowed to leave the boat for like two meters distance out and then shower and then they had to be back at the boat they were not allowed to dive they're not allowed to sup or snorkel or anything so it was literally just them isolating on the boat not like they couldn't go anywhere yeah so I'm kind of happy I went home because like yeah yeah close quarters and yeah a lot of people right and just like I mean it's it's one thing to 
you know, hey, let's see where this goes. We're probably going to be safe on a boat or, you know, we have this beautiful scenery, but not having all the luxuries of being at home or being in a place where you know what you have and what you don't have and you know you have but I say rights per se, but I mean, for me, it was more the the risk of actually getting sick. Um, right. They don't have what it takes to take on a, you know, like really intense um, load of people. If if everyone got sick, we didn't know. Like we didn't know what what this whole Corona thing was. So mm-hmm. told like. If it gets really bad, you have to go into like a like to hospital and get like respirators or whatever. I don't know what you call them. Oh, the ventilators. Yeah. yeah. And um, and I was like, yeah, I've seen the the hospitals here, and that's not a place you want to go. Um, I had my insurance cover me and everything. It was all that was was fine, but it was like the case of if we got sick. Or if someone got sick, what what were we supposed to do? So that was why I chose to go home because you know me, like I'd rather stay out. Um, but yeah, just be on the safe side of everything. Yeah, right. I think you made a, a good call. Um, I, I would have gone home, and I mean, even though your insurance covered you, I mean, this is. But we know these. <laughs> it was just hard making a decision based on the information we had at that point because we didn't. It was just really surreal because um, I've been out, like I've been traveling for a while, and you, you did see these things. But you, well, to be a bit arrogant, you thought it was just another virus from China. You know, it's it was just that right. it was just really. I have whatever it's it's it it doesn't concern us kind of thing and um but it did and it 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 just turned into something like crazy overnight um but yeah I am happy that I went home and I was I I I I had two weeks left on the boat and I early on I could see that the flights were uh, even Puerto Rico or Colombia would not like they weren't going to happen anyway. So I was like, yeah, I might as well go home, stay safe. My mom was really happy <laughs> that I uh, returned early. Uh, <laughs> that you yeah. didn't have to worry her anymore. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. But um, there was the the concern of where I was supposed to stay because obviously because I was traveling for what was it four or five months. I rented out my place and. Um, and the girl, my friend who's staying at my apartment has like a really bad case of asthma. So I couldn't stay here. Um, so I was actually returning to nothing and I didn't know where to go. But b- because my friend stayed on, um, she lives in Copenhagen as well. She stayed on the boat. I could stay in her apartment um, for the oh. time. I had to self-quarantine for or isolate for two weeks. Um, so I didn't go outside, I didn't go shopping, I didn't do anything. I had friends bring me clothes because all, all clothes I had was like summery like shorts and stuff. And oh my God, in Copenhagen is not like 30 degrees Caribbean. So wait, wait, you, did you return to Copenhagen? Like wearing, 
yeah. summer this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I had a denim jacket, but that was all. Like, I think I actually landed in the at the airport. Oh, I did have one pair of jeans. I did have, yeah. But I, uh, <laughs> I had these, like, stinky sneakers I was supposed to throw out. And it was either them or returning in sandals. And I was like, oh. yeah. so I just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have like I have friends bring me clothes and my computer and all sorts and and shop for me for the first two weeks. Um, so I did isolate completely, which was actually pretty nice. Like I was <laughs> on the road for for like a fair bit of time with a lot of people and yeah. So those two weeks were nice, but after that, I got like I got a bit restless. I didn't know what to because. You see on Instagram, everyone was like renovating their place and cleaning or whatever they were doing. Um, and I was sat in right. someone else's home and I was a bit, yeah, didn't know what to do. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, what did, yeah, what did you end up doing to like pass the time? Because uh, uh, so from mid-March to like, when was it that like, you were able to actually go outside for more than just like groceries or medical um after the two weeks i was um i was allowed out so i went on walks with my friends but we did like the have i think it was like two meters they said we had to have between us so okay yeah we were just out walking but you could still like grab a to-go coffee and so it didn't feel that like out of the normal what I would do on a you know on a Saturday or whatever um but yeah I did go for long walks obviously the gyms and all that was closed so to do something I I made my own little fitness um routine (laughs) that I had to go through three times a day so that was like I got up in the morning did it midday and did it before I went to bed as well. So I just felt like I was doing a bit because I had a I had a bit of a jet lag, I think, and had a hard time sleeping for the first two weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to go out and do something after that just to tire out my body in some way. See, Denmark was never on like a like a very strict lockdown where like you were only allowed outside for certain things. Like you could still go outside for like walks or. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Okay. So it's similar to kind of how the U S is operating. Yeah. But I think um, people were um, told to stay home and there was a lot of people online that would keep eye on. Like you would see loads of these like, Oh, I just walked past this in this park and see how many, like, look at this and all these people not social distancing. And you know how, like, they no, like, it was just not pretty. It was like everyone was like, um, like, I don't know what you call it, like being self righteous in some way. Like, I don't know. It was just, I, I'm staying home. Like, look at all these people going and not doing what we're told and whatever. But, yeah, I think people did really well. And I think about now we only have, like, 500 deaths compared to, like, Spain with a lot, like, 
thousands. Right. So because everything closed down and people stayed at home, I think we broke the, you know, the chains of, um, oh, what do you call it? Contaminant? Uh, like you flat the curve. Yeah, whatever. Um, I'm like, I think you're thinking of something else, but maybe, I don't know. Like that. No, but that is what it is, basically. Uh, if, if people did well with the social distancing, you wouldn't have a lot of people affected by corona and I think, yeah, I think that's the reason why they're starting to open up now. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the shop. But, like, um, all festivals for the summer are uh, cancelled. Um, cinemas and theatres and all, like, these places where you have a lot of people together in one place. I'm not, I don't think they're going to open till August. Mm-hmm. Bars. Like, all nightlife is cancelled as well. Um, Until, I mean... I think they're on the August one as well. I think that's phase four. Um, But, yeah, they they, they just... um, I think it was yesterday they they went uh, public with the the whole... Like, the plan. But it all depends on um, the curve of things. You know, like, if we get, like, an explosion of like, people getting sick, obviously they can't go ahead and open everything. So I think it's just a matter of, um, yeah, wait and see. Right. From what you know, your because your borders closed pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, some of the, the first countries... All right, so we had a little bit of a technical difficulty and we didn't realize this until after the fact, but we lost about eight to nine minutes of our audio. Uh, So Michaela goes on to say that someone at her work actually got coronavirus. So they're all being tested there on a regular, like a weekly basis. And um, so far, everything has been good. No one else has gotten coronavirus. Uh, None of her coworkers and none of the kids she works with. Um, So we're crossing our fingers that everything is all good. Um, But yeah, that... um, that's pretty much it. We, you know, we we chat a bit about just travel in general. Um and yeah, you can follow Michaela. She is on Instagram uh at wander underscore she underscore said. Uh we'll link this in the show notes. And I want to thank Michaela for coming on again. Uh it's so awesome to to have her you know, call in from Denmark. And um, it's awesome that we are able to do this uh, via Skype. And yeah, we will, you know, we'll get some updates from Michaela and make sure everything's all good uh, at her workplace. But things are sounding really good in Denmark. So if you're listening and you're Danish, uh, I'd love to hear, you know, if you maybe you're in another part of Denmark, um, you know, how it's going over there. But um, I'm really happy to hear that things have been have been um, going pretty well there. 
All right, guys. Well, thank you all for tuning in. Um, Thank you, Michaela. And uh, we will see you again next week. Bye, guys.